Hello, it is the Coach Mark Manila podcast, and of course I am Coach Mark Manila. at least last time I checked I was. It's been a very funny few weeks, I have to say. I hope you're having a good week wherever you are in the world and whatever time you're listening to me. So today I would like to speak to you. Clearly I am from ESL Business English Experts and Initial-Impact.com. You can find out all you need to know about me there and in the links down below. Don't forget to sign up to my newsletter and please do feel free to subscribe to any of my other feeds available on Telegram and YouTube channel. Also, I love to hear from you. So if I'm not mentioning something you would really like help on, let me know and I might consider doing a podcast for you next. Also, if you love what I'm providing here for you, totally free of charge, do consider buying me a cup of coffee because that allows me to continue making this podcast content for you completely free. Plus, I also offer sessions for people who can't afford coaching, okay, at a reduced or completely free rate. So your donation and sponsorship of this podcast absolutely helps lots of other people, including yourself. So thank you in advance for everything you can do. Today, I'm going to talk about what do you do? What do you do with failure? All right. How do you see failure? Because failure is a part of success. Yep, I did say that. I always say to new students who come and meet with me or clients, I say, you know what, this is a safe space. And in these sessions with me, I want you to make every mistake you possibly can. And they look at me like I'm crazy. They really do. They say a mistake. I say, yeah, I do not want you to impress me. I don't want you to try and spend your 30 minute session just trying to sound perfect in English, if that's what we're doing. Okay. I want you to make every mistake possible. I want you to ask me your questions. So say, Mark, does this work? Can I say this? Can I put that together in that word? Does that make sense? And I'll tell you. I'll say, yeah, okay, that works. Or, okay, my friend, I know what we're trying to do there. It's close, but not quite what we're looking for. And then we work it out together. You see, failure is nothing to be feared. This is the problem. Okay. And I want to speak very much about this today, about what we're doing to our young children in school as well. Okay. We are almost still telling them that you know, failing is a bad thing. You know, let's face it, if you fail math or fail English, you know, that's seen as a negative thing. But actually, let's turn it on its head, right? What is happening when you fail? What do you tell yourself, right? I want you to fail lots. You see, the problem is, if you aren't getting very far in your life, there's a very good reason why you're not failing enough. You see, in order to fail, you have to risk. Yeah. Let's just say that again. In order to fail, you have to risk. And when you risk, sometimes it fails and other times you find success. In order to get success, you have to risk. Okay. And with risk comes the chance of failure. Now, okay, there are risks and calculated risks. I'm not saying people should go out there and do crazy, ridiculous things. Consider, consider what it is you're about to do first. Get your roadmap in order first. But when you've decided, you've worked out the pros and cons and evaluated the risks, and if it's going to be detrimental, if I, if I fail at this, what's going to happen to me? Okay. If the worst that's going to happen to you is you're going to feel a bit bad about yourself and might feel a bit stupid, then I say you've got to go for it. Okay. If the worst that's going to happen is that you could completely lose everything you've ever wanted and it could wreck your life and your health and destroy things, maybe that's not such a good risk to take. But again, it really depends on your circumstances. Sometimes we have very little choice, and um, particularly if you're stuck in very toxic situations, maybe at your work, and you just have to leave that company because you can't carry any longer. It's going to literally make you insane, you know, or really damage your health. So sometimes we have to take these risky approaches, all right? Maybe you're in an abusive environment or relationship or some other situation where it's just not healthy. 
So you would then say, well, that risk, even though it does sound a bit risky to say the least, is still outweighing the risk of staying. Nothing is worth your health, your sanity, you know, your, your physical life here on planet Earth, okay? So look after yourself and protect yourself. But when we look at it, yeah, we learn from our successes. Of course we do, right? Okay, but I believe we learn far more from studying our failures. Really? Yeah, I do. Because when we look at it, when we analyze our failures, we just criticize ourselves. And of course, our successes were gleeful, right? Okay. But the most valuable lessons that you can get are actually from your failures. So let's just expand that a bit more. I would like you to consider that failure is hard, okay, but success could be far more dangerous. You see, if you're successful um, in, you know, sort of the wrong thing, okay, then the, the combination of praise and money and opportunity can lock you in forever. This is what um, a great person said, Poe Bronson, okay? Um, and, you know, I, I happen to agree with that, okay? Also, if you've had early successes, they can mislead you because that might make you think that you just, you know, that's it. You're done, right? You're a success. Success is ongoing, okay? Success is ongoing. Also, failure is ongoing at times for some people. You've got to look at it from all angles. We can't succeed all the time and fail all the time. There has to be a balance is what I'm trying to say. But if you view mistakes and failures as both unavoidable and acceptable, you're going to do far better in life. The problem is we're not encouraging children to accept that that is part of learning. But if you look at it, children know it until we ruin it for them. Okay, When they first come out, and they're crawling around, aren't they? Trying to work out how to stand up, let alone walk. Yep, they just know it straight away. They've got to fall over and hurt themselves a lot of times, sometimes falling on their backs and their heads and all sorts of crazy things. We don't want it for them, but it's a necessary part of them learning how to walk. And then once they've learned how to walk, how to run, right? Okay. And you know how many uh, trip ups and, and issues children have, right? There's always grazed knees and elbows and bumps on heads and trips to the hospital because that's just life. Okay. This is the way that humans learn. And then what we do somehow, we get them into school and we start to tell them that that's bad, that that's the wrong thing to do. Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. I'm not saying people should want to damage themselves, but seriously, we should not start to fear making mistakes. Okay? So think about it like this. Um, setbacks and mistakes are just inevitable. All right? They're part of being action-orientated. And the only way that you're going to get to success is by making a few failures or actually several hundreds over the course of your time here on planet Earth, right? If you're afraid of failure, as some students who come to me are, they've reached a good level in their English or an excellent place in their career. They're frustrated, though, and they say, I've plateaued. Plateaued, that's a nice word, right? Make this an active learning session. And, you know, they say, I need to, I need to get beyond this. But part of the problem is that they don't want to move out of their safe, their comfort zone, right? They've got too comfortable. Their English kind of works for them at a very good level, so they don't need to expand it further, but that's now frustrating them. You see, in order to expand your English further, you have to be prepared to use the bigger words and different sentence constructions, and you might get them wrong. And for some people, that's terrifying, because now they sound perfect, they don't want to mess it up. They don't want to ruin how great they sound. Here's the newsflash, people. I always say to my students, don't worry. We have to get messy again when we're pushing for growth before it gets beautiful. It has to get ugly again before it can get beautiful. All right? It's just part and part of the whole circle and the dance of success. Success and failure are intrinsically linked. We do not separate them. But if you separate them, you will get stuck. You will just stay playing it safe. 
which might be okay for you. I'm not knocking that or judging it, but if you're frustrated by it, this is the reason why you're not prepared to fail, right? Okay, there is um, a great slogan, right? Failure is not an option. But actually, I would argue the other side. Failure is an option, and there's a very good chance it's going to happen, right? Okay, you see, let me put it this way. Um, if we look at, say, martial arts or MMA or boxing or something like a competitive sport, if you go into the ring facing an opponent and you never expect to get hit, the first time you get hit or punched, you're going to be like in shock. It's like, they just hit me, right? You're on the floor. What are you going to do now? Because you were unprepared psychologically for that. And then it's just a disaster. And then your opponent is all over you and you've lost, right? Okay, it's a knockout. So you've got to prepare, just like going into the boxing ring, psychologically to get punched around in life. Failure will happen. You will get hit. So what's more important is to build that psychological resilience. Now, this is what I do in my masterclasses with many of my students who need to build this. If you're an executive, uh, you want high performance coaching, this is exactly what we do. If you're a corporate team leader and you want your team training, this is exactly what we do. We prepare your team or you to go into the ring and get hit before it happens. So it's like almost like an inoculation, like almost giving you a vaccination against failure. Well, failure is going to happen. But what I'm saying, the vaccination against the result of failure. So you don't criticize and judge and then go down and just completely crash. Right. We go in expecting that this could go one or two ways. It could bend or it could break to, to take a good line from a great song. When you walk along a tree branch, OK, it might collapse underneath you or it might hold your weight the only one way to find out is by trying it and see what happens and be prepared if the worst happens okay so when you fail look for the causes whenever i've ended up and i have many many times and still am to be honest with you okay i, I lay there for a bit maybe metaphorically and think what did i do this time how did that not work out why did i get hit what happened there analyze what happened identify the causes learn and adjust and then come back up stand back up the thing in life is not about getting knocked down that matters it's about getting back up and moving forward you've got to still punch forward all right okay not just stay where you are and defend your position you've got to push forward okay and really if you think about it you've just got to fail lots end off end off if we look at um you know throughout the course of history um <clears throat> it's very important Right. If you look at anybody who's ever made a success, they have failed so many times before they hit success. Thomas Edison famously said um, on his experiments to invent the light bulb, he just said, remember, I've not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work exactly the same. I can identify that, too. You know, you've just got to keep trying, but do not try the same thing. That is the definition of madness, as Einstein would say. OK. The definition of madness is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting to get a different result. And that's what many of you, respectfully, are doing with your English because you're repeating the same things you're doing. You're doing the same routine with your English. You're taking the same, you know, kind of courses. You're not mixing it up. You've got to get really creative, all right? Do not keep doing the same thing you've always done. Right. So switch around where you do your learning. If you if you like to do a lot of reading, change it to, to YouTube. Right. Or change it to this thing. Right. If you do it in a certain room in your house, change the room of your house. You've got to shake up your environment as well as what you're doing. And I really challenge you to go outside of your comfort zone today, because that is the way that you're going to deal with this. OK. And if you fail, so what? 
So what? You'll get back up, you'll work it out and find another way that will work. You're just one step nearer to the thing that's going to work. When you take that mindset and you embody it, that's a great word, when you become it, you have to become this. It's not just, it's not just about saying it or having the word slogan printed on your wall. I want you to be it today. I want you to feel it. I want you to make this your mantra, okay? Winston Churchill once said famously, success is the ability to go from failure to failure without losing your enthusiasm. Absolutely. 100%. You know, even if life is crashing down around your ears, as I, <laughs> as I can again hold my hand up to, right, at times, right, you can still manage to keep enthusiasm somewhere. For me, it's in my coaching. It's inspiring all of you lovely people worldwide. Some of you I've never met and might not ever meet, but I want you to succeed. I'm speaking to you today and you and you and you, wherever you are in the world, I want you to succeed. And in order for you to succeed, you have to fail. You have to fail. And I want people to join me today to be brave enough to fail. Are you courageous enough to fail? Because when you can say yes and hold your hand up to that and join me on this journey to be prepared to fail, then you will find success. Only then will you find it and you will find it in the wreckage of your failure. Your biggest disasters are actually the gifts of your biggest success. I know that sound might weird, uh, sorry, that might sound weird, but here is the thing, okay? Often the universe, God, Allah, whoever, whatever you believe in, or if you believe in nothing, that's fine by me too, because I have no particular point of view on that whatsoever. I just feel there is a stronger force that is greater than all of us here. And I am also very interested in quantum physics and quantum attraction. If you're interested in that, Google Dr. Joe Dispenza. Go to my bookstore and check out his books because you will start to look at life in a radically different way. Trust me. And I use a lot of quantum attraction coaching in my calls, whether it be a Zoom call, a Telegram call, my podcasting here, when I'm writing, okay, I try to embody in everything I do, okay, because I know for a fact that when you are prepared to deal with what life gives you, and sometimes it gives you the most awful, hideous wreckage of a disaster, sometimes your life can be completely ruined. And you can look at the wreckage and think, I can't make anything from this. It's all done. It's all over. It's all over. But the ability to go from that failure to another failure and keep going without losing your enthusiasm will be your success. Because the biggest gifts are given in the most ugliest of packaging by life, the universe, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Our job is to look at it and, as I say, transform your pain into power. I want each and every one of you today, no matter what's happening in your life, I don't know your individual circumstances, but I bet you, you've all got something that's causing you pain. I'd like you to consider it. I'd like you to look at it. And I'd like you to consider that maybe this is a gift from the universe. Maybe this is something you had to go through because it is going to push you to something that you're meant to be doing that you weren't before. Okay. If you've lost your relationship, I understand that. Okay. I've been there. Okay. Right, and it is the most painful thing in the world. But sometimes it's pushing you on to something much better, something greater that you were meant to achieve that you would never have done if you'd have stayed in that situation. Equally, it is pushing the person you were with into a better situation for them. They might not believe it, they might rant and rave about it. I get that, it's valid because everybody gets hurt in matters of the heart. But it is moving you to something that you're both meant to be achieving that you clearly couldn't do together. So instead of pushing and railing against it and holding on, let go. Let go and accept the gift that is the disaster as something much better and stronger for you in your individual lives. If it's a business failure, same applies. Okay? 
Success is not holding on to things that are not working. That is not successful. People say, I want a successful marriage. Fantastic. Good luck. But if it's not working, you're holding on to a failure. You're just doing it for the way it looks. Okay, and I am getting really direct here, but I'm, I'm trying honestly and truly to try and help you understand each and every one of you that the biggest disasters, you know, like losing all your money, okay, or like in the Philippines, look, we got people, we get wiped away by typhoons, we've had so many of them. If we don't have typhoons, we have earthquakes. If we don't have earthquakes, we have volcanic eruptions. I've learned so much from this amazing country and actually, more importantly, the amazing Filipino people. I, I think you're amazing. I know I've got lots of Filipino listeners and hello to you. Because you have taught me so much about resilience and also compassion and the faith to carry on. Your ability to go from failure to failure is the Filipino person's and people's greatest success. You never lose your enthusiasm. You keep going. You have something so strong and resilient. I have never experienced anything like it in my entire life. And I'm so honored and privileged to have had the opportunity to learn this from the Filipino people. And that we in the West criticize or perhaps might look down upon and say it's a poverty stricken country. Yes, it's got issues. But oh, my goodness, the Filipino people, you are something else. You have so much you could teach the world. All right. So this is what I'm trying to say. No matter what's happening to you in your life, you have a choice. OK, but failure is not the biggest problem here. It's your inability to use failure to propel and reach your success. So I'd really like you to think about that today. OK, honestly and truly. You know, um, at the end of the day, you want to ensure you want to ensure that you've lived a life that is worth something. Right. OK. And if that means getting uncomfortable, if that means risking more. And as I say, there's risk and calculated risk. I'm not saying anybody should do something dangerous. I am. You know, that is my disclaimer here. You make your own decisions. I'm not telling you how to live your life because I can't. It's your life. But I'm saying if you think that the chances are it's going to give you a better outcome than where you're stuck at. You have possibly nothing to lose. And if you're not too sure, if you'd like a mentor, if you want some coaching on this, you can get a 30 minute free session to chat about it with me right? or message into me. You have my Telegram link down below. There's so many ways you can connect with me. All right. But what I want you to understand today is you need to fail. You need to fail to make it to success. All right. Now, clearly, if you manage to get to success without failing, I love it. I love it. I think that's fantastic. All right. I'm not saying that, you know, I just wish everyone will fail now here. I'm trying to encourage you that failure is not your biggest problem. It's your inability to use failure to propel yourself to your success that is. So today or tonight as you go to bed, consider those, all right? Consider those facts. Consider those words of mine. I hope this has inspired you. I hope this has removed your fear a little bit of failing. Who cares? Who really cares? Only you care. Only you care. And it's what you make of yourself, what you consider and tell yourself that really matters. So if you're fearful of speaking in a meeting, you know what? I get that. It's valid. If you've got some awful colleague who always makes fun of you because of your accent, maybe, or, you know, whatever. Well, they're toxic and they need reporting to management, quite frankly. All right. That is not acceptable in the workplace. And whilst you're doing that and still having to deal with this, this person who, quite frankly, knows no better and is probably so insecure in themselves that, quite frankly, they're projecting it onto you, okay, don't care what they say. Do it anyway. I know it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it, right? Just like setting up a business. If it was so easy working for yourself, everybody would be running their own business. But I trust me, my friends, when I tell you this, the things that you push through, the things that you do that are the hard things, the things and the failures you suck up and you keep getting up and punching forward. When you do that, you become gold. Remember, 
Diamonds are formed under intense pressure. So the more pressure you're under, the more diamond-like you're becoming. Okay? And I want each and every one of you to realize you are diamond. Okay? And diamond, wow, that's something quite seriously strong and sturdy, right? It can cut glass. It can do so much. So I hope this transforms your mindset from one of thinking you're failing. And when you do fail, I want you to see it's success now. Learn from the experience. Realize what you did, where the error in perhaps some anal analysis was, and then get back up into the game, bigger and stronger, and move forward. You know, you've just found one other way that won't work. So what? Get up, brush yourself down, accept, and then move on. Good luck, everybody. I believe in you. Believe in yourself. I'll see you soon. And sorry to interrupt at the very end here. Just before I go, I would like to say a big thank you to all of you who listen to the podcast. Thank you for making it such a great show it is. I would like to also request something else. If you have found anything that I share with you here of help and benefit to you and would like to support my free podcast to continue remaining free for you, please do consider donating via the link below. You can find it, buy me a coffee, and it enables me to continue doing these podcasts and also supporting those of you who cannot afford high-level coaching. It really does make a difference, and thank you in advance. Stay safe and keep going.